Hey everyone, welcome to special edition Kyle Drawing Podcast for the week ending or week beginning April 5th, 2015. I'm Tony Guerrero. With me, sitting next to me for once, uh-huh. Matt Elfring. Hi, I'm sitting right very close to you tonight. Yeah. Very. Yeah, we might even be holding hands, but you, 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 you won't see it. So, obviously, this podcast is coming up a little late. Uh, Friday, we are at WonderCon. So, we're going to do our best. I mean, this, we'll just straight out, this is not going to be a regular podcast. I'm no, I, I didn't read anything this week. Yeah. It's like a normal week for me, actually. Yeah. And it's, it's um, late on a Sunday when we're recording this after three day convention. Mm-hmm. So, we're not going to the two and a half hours. No. All right. So, it might be like half an hour, maybe yeah, an hour. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So, um, we'll, we'll start off with, with some news. Was there, I mean, one, one news thing, and we'll, we'll touch upon uh, WonderCon. That, that's, that'll be our, our, our big focus. We'll, we'll get into some of that stuff. But one announcement that seemed to get a lot of people talking was the casting of Hawkgirl for the Arrow Flash spinoff. Yes, it did. So, I didn't read any reports on this. We were, we, I, I didn't even to. read our own report on it. <laughs> so, we had this spinoff show, and it, it seems like not a whole lot of information has been It's revealed. like, here and there, it's just like, this character's going to be on, but they're not one of the three major ones we're revealing. Because they, they, they mentioned, like, some of the rogues. Like, I think they said, like, Captain Cold and... Captain Cold and Heat, Heat Wave and Ray Palmer, and I'm just trying to go off the top of my head... That's all I know off the top of my head, actually. So it, it almost sounds like... I, I, we were talking... I, I don't know if it was with, with Peter Nguyen. Yes. Someone, where it, it kind of sounds like it's it's just going to be rotating characters. And that's kind of weird. I mean, I, I guess it could work if... And, and we talk about like Brave and a Bold type of thing. Or just yeah. doing team-ups. And and if you have someone like Ray Palmer, who... he He's probably not going to... I mean, he'll still be appearing on Arrow, we assume... Yeah, but you know he's he's not gonna have a major role because the show is about Team Arrow. It's about you know Green Arrow, um, Arsenal, you know Diggle, uh, Black Canary. So they they could try to incorporate Ray Palmer into their little circle of trust, s- superheroing <laughs> circle of trust. Well, uh, spoiler. Uh oh. Um, spoiler going to be in it? No. Uh, see, we didn't talk about it last week. We didn't do a super massive one this no, week. No, we didn't. Um, I was gone. Actually, no, it was two weeks ago because I, I still haven't seen last week's Arrow. But Ray Palmer had decided, that, um, backing up further, Rachel Ghoul is mad at Green Arrow for not wanting to be his heir, take his place as the next Rachel Ghoul and all that stuff. So he went to Starling City and was posing as Green Arrow, killing people again trying to tarnish Green Arrow's good name. Mm-hmm. So everyone's mad at, at Green Arrow. So Ray Palmer's like, I got the suit. My wife was killed during the the Deathstroke War. army. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to take him down. He's a bad guy. No more innocents dying. So there's this fight. But then, so Ray Palmer figures out who Green Arrow is. He... Had some like sort of X-ray vision thing in his his armor, okay. And then using Felicity's facial recognition program, he figured out. He's like, "That's I'll, that's I'll my guy." But then they they kind of came to an understanding at the end. So 
he knows his identity, you know, they, but there's, there's still that, that little bit of mistrust there. You know, they, they have an understanding and Ray's kind of hooked up with Felicity and obviously Ollie's not going to be too happy. So anyways. That sounds so boring. <laughs> long story short or whatever. Uh, Ray Palmer's not going to be like buddy buddies with, with, with Ollie. So it makes sense. Hey, we got this, you know, Brandon Ruth, Routh, Ruth. Superman. You know, what do we do with this guy? He's, he wants to be in this. We need more, but it doesn't make sense to give him a bigger presence because it's supposed to be Arrow. Let's give him occasional stories in this other spinoff show. So I, I could see it kind of working where you do kind of like, like story arcs. So so maybe, you know, you have a Ray Palmer teaming up with somebody and they do like two or three episodes. Yeah. And and the advantage of this is they they could film different things at the same time now depending on what their sets are and their budget you know yeah. it, may, it might not be possible but they could do it and then if you have hawk girl hawk girl and ray palmer can team up or something like that and then mm-hmm. what i think would be cool do you know a couple episode i can't see them doing more than like two episodes you know three episodes but do a storyline you know whatever mini story with captain cold and heat wave yeah know, they're they're going off somewhere maybe they're going to go somewhere outside a, a central city to get away from the Flash even though they have an understanding with the Flash too and so there's an opportunity to do that the downside of it it's just like the uh, what was not, not Secret Origins the what was the 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 DC book DC Universe DC Presents Al- DC yeah DC presents, Universe yeah. Presents the, the, the problem with DC Universe events and we talked about this before where it, it would be hard for people to commit to a comic book series where they don't know who's going to be appearing. Yeah. You know, like, okay, next issue is this character. I hate that character. I, I don't want to... I'm, I'm never going to that book back up again. Yeah, so if you have a show that doesn't have a steady cast, mm-hmm. someone might be like, well, I don't know. But if you're into the characters, you're into this this little you know TV universe that they're creating with The Flash and with, with Arrow, people could be invested in it. Yeah. And, and it could be a way for them to build this TV cinematic universe whatever yeah, yeah and 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 it would also be a great way to try you know like hawk girl maybe people really like that spin-off show for for the next season or, or something like that she looks the part yeah so she looks like the earth 2 hawk girl so it'll, it'll be interesting and um to see what like what else they do and if they're gonna have hawk girl what about hawkman he'll be there eventually yeah, yeah so so there's there's potential in that but we know nothing about the show. No. Right then. So we spent all that time talking about something that we don't really know. There was a bunch of uh, late WonderCon news that came out that I saw um, that I did not get a chance. We, we've been very busy trying to get stuff up. Um, there was Mad Hatter and Clayface are coming to Gotham. Season two. Season two, which is Whatever. I, that's where, I, like, which Clayface they're going to use? They're going to use like the actor. That would make sense. I could show him his early years. I I, I could see, uh, you know, the, the actor where because I mean, I from what I recall of that version, Bar Car Carla, I forgot yeah, the, the character's yeah. name, where you know as he's getting older, he's using his ability whatever to try to look the part of different roles, and yeah. it just when that got out of hand. So I I could see that being you know the character they want to introduce because I, I can't really see them going full on there's no clay face and you know they would have to CG it which is going to be expensive for whatever their budget is 
But Manhunter would be easy because he's just a serial killer that kills he's, you know women with blonde hair. They're young. And he's got the techno. Oh, you didn't no. have to go that far. You could just make him someone that's looking for his Alice killing, you know. Yeah. But knowing Gotham, they'll do some sort of stupid dumb twist to it. Uh, there's my <laughs> opinion of Gotham coming out. Yeah. And then we were, t- I think we were talking to someone, which maybe we shouldn't mention this this person's name. Uh, we, we were talking, actually, I'm not sure if we were talking to about, about Gotham. But the, the, the problem is, you, you you can't keep introducing all these characters, no. all these, these bat villains. I mean, unless they're straight out, like, we're, we're not even going to worry about when Bruce Wayne becomes Batman. But but there's there's the possibility. I mean, I could see them doing, you know, two seasons, three seasons, and then maybe they're like, all right, you know, this current cast is whatever, you know, maybe they want to move on or maybe things aren't working. Yeah. Let's jump forward five years. Do we have to see Batman, though? Why does everybody want to see Batman? Why can't we see everything else? What? But it doesn't make sense. Oh. Gotham's an interesting enough character to no. do without. Okay, I, I get I get what you're saying, but and you you need to have Batman established. I mean, it. it I don't think it so, seems necessarily. right. I, I I don't think we you know we shouldn't start seeing the Joker run around, Penguin, and, and you know, in you know full fledged, and and mm-hmm. have all these Bat villains doing all their evil things with with no you you shouldn't have all all of Batman's villains established. With with no, it do, it does kind of go against the idea that like a masked hero such as Batman came to Gotham and all of a sudden everyone became a masked something, usually villain. Yeah, it's, it's that's a long established a long established thing within Batman's continuity. Like when he came, when the crazy hero came, the crazy villains kind of came with yeah. him. I mean, you could still have the like the whole Falcone and um, Maroni stuff really works well. I actually did like what they did with Red Hood Gang. I mean, that's something that actually I think Red Hood Gang can work pre-Batman. Yeah. I mean, because it's just more of a gang. But yeah, but when you, the second you start putting in... Oh, it's Scarecrow episode runs with you the wrong way. It, 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 it's, I don't know. I, it, it seems like... I, I could see if they don't want to have a show, you know, focused or... or I, I can't even think what, I, what I'm trying to say. But centered around Batman. Yeah. But... Like what we wanted was Gotham Central. You know, you can have Batman exist. He's on the other side of town. He's fighting this, and then you see the police force dealing with the Joker and his henchmen doing stuff. And you know, Batman can't be everywhere at once, or you know, maybe he's out for the Justice League, or you know, who knows what. Or you know, Batman delivers some villains like, oh, we got to go over here. We, what do we do with these guys? There's no witnesses. No one's going to testify. We we can't lock them up. And see, I was fine with with doing Gotham Central without Batman, but. I mean, I, they I, are introducing. I think they're just, they introduce, and I, I know I, I just I crap on the show all the time because there's so many. There are a lot of problems with it, but I, I think they're just trying to uh, please too many people all at once, and it's creating kind of this disorganized chaos within the show. Yeah, I, I just, I just don't want to see, and you know, maybe I'm just harping on it too much. I, I don't want to see all the villains established pretty bad. You know, like, like almost a decade before Batman even yeah. comes around. Yeah. Because then the thing is, if if we're to assume that at some point, and it doesn't have to, but if at some point it does get to the point that we're more familiar with in the comics, Batman's gonna be fighting all these old decrepit, you know, no, not really. old decrepit. I mean, you got a guy. Well, Penguin's what mid twenties? He'd be mid-30s yeah. I mean, for, for Penguin, it makes sense, but yeah, if, if you have all these other ones, and you know, if they're gonna be all like in their thirties and forties, and 
as you and I can attest, that's that's pretty old. <laughs> you got I'm no not energy. Saying that. Being in your thirties is great. You got tons of energy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very cranky. Mm-hmm. So, but well, better news that I that I just saw, which um, this was announced. Not announced. It was kind of like leaked, hinted at at the uh, flash panel this afternoon. And this is Sunday, by the way. Um, that Mirror Masters coming to Flash season two. And that is something that you, Peter, and I were talking about all afternoon. Mm-hmm. And they're listening. <clears throat> yeah, they're listening to. You know, I think we were talking after the panel happened. But, yeah, but I mean, yeah, it makes sense. You, you want to have have the rogues, you know, you would bring in the other mm-hmm. ones, and... and the show's going all out. So why, I mean, like once you brought in Gorilla Grodd, and they have really, this is this show is completely the opposite of Gotham, where they've really embraced. Uh, kind of superhero culture and the idea of heroes and villains and kind of put it into this very CW-esque show. But, you know, at this point, like, anybody's fair game. So, very, very excited with the prospect of Mirror Master because Mirror Master is one of my favorite villains. Super, super awesome. So that'd be... But which Mirror Master are we getting is the question. Yeah. Um, so I guess at the panel, they said Dr. Alchemy will show up at some point. Um... If something existed in the Flash universe, no matter how crazy or silly, there's a good chance it'll be on the show. Yeah. So, I guess what, I, I'm I'm more curious. You know what's going to happen with with when they they, they try bringing in Wally. And they I, did, they didn't say it was coming up anytime. So they've said a few reports yeah. that's like it will eventually happen. Because you, know, I, I guess I'm I'm you know going back to think, like with their their Silver Age. Barry Allen stories because mm-hmm. you know he was mid to late 20s if, if not in his 30s so you know you could have <laughs> so caught up on age every time I, I mean because like right now Barry's what like like 22 23 I'll give him 24 yeah, I mean he, he's he's young I mean he probably maybe just looks younger than he is so if you're going to have like a, a 15 year old it seems like there should be a bigger gap between a hero and his sidekick and and, and the thing is Barry's barely established it as, as, yeah. as you know at this point. Yes, he's gone through a lot and he's achieved a lot with his power and he's you know he's learning more and more with all his experience. But I mean, I, it, it could be like how it is in a comic now. You you can introduce the character of Wally West. You know, he doesn't have to become Kid Flash anytime yeah. soon. I mean, at the same time on Arrow, we already have what is I don't really keep too much up with it. Arsenal or Red Arrow, which yeah, is going Arsenal. to Speedy. Yeah, yeah. So. But that's more of like a team thing, the Yeah, even with that, with Ali and 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 Roy, they're a lot closer in age. So they're, yeah. they're you know, Ali may have more experience from being on the island and and everything else he went through off the island and during those five years. But it would just be be weird with with Wally and and there's the whole thing. It's like, what are they gonna do with Wally? You know, what are, who who are they gonna cast? What what route are they gonna go? And one of the things from the the roundtables talking to the, the cast, mm-hmm. um, what came up was you know who is Iris's mom, yeah. you know what 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 and you know this is where we, we can get into ethnicity which you know a lot of people like to focus on, you know because you you could in in a sense I, I mean you could still have your white redheaded Wally West if, if you know if they really wanted to yeah because. It's it's possible that Iris's mom could be could be white, and then maybe her mom has a sister 
no, 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 I say that you, I take that back. You can't because since it's Wally West, it has to be her dad's. Unfortunately, that theory's debunked because they pretty much said Wally West is going to be black because of the comic book. They're they're basing the Wally West of the comic book in the show. That was an interview with oh, it was an interview with somebody. I think we did it. I don't remember, but it was a, it was an interview. I think with God, I can't remember. But they pretty much flat out said, like, Wally West is going to be black. Yeah, well, I, I, it makes sense. Because I, I was thinking if, if it was Iris's mom, whatever her maiden name was, you know, you could have whatever ethnicity you want. But that goes again. Because if, if it's West, it has to be yeah. her dad's brother that had. I think that's going to be a cousin. I mean, that's the only way they can really do it. Yeah. But, you know, you have yeah. Or it could be her nephew. No, it can't be her nephew because they haven't established that she's a single. I think they established she's a single child. Yeah, because it was her and he raised Barry. Cause, yeah, because his dad. So it's got to be a cousin, which is fine. Yeah, so I'm, I'm curious, like, how old they're they're gonna go with this kid? Why? What's the point? You know, what are you gonna bring him in? I guess mm-hmm. maybe he'll have to start living with Joe, and then Ollie and Wally will be living in the same house, and then you gotta keep the secret from Wally. You can't let him know. Although everyone's finding out Barry's identity. We'll have to see what, what where they go with that, but um, they're also they're they're working on filming the, the final episode of the season right now, so it's it's kind of weird to think about. You these know, long seasons are so weird to me. Like these over twenty episode seasons, like it just it's bizarre. I I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm used to Doctor Who, where it's like fifteen, fourteen. Yeah. There's, uh, there was the other super big WonderCon news where WonderCon's not going to be in Anaheim anymore. Now, where where did you... Because I didn't see that Yeah, There was numerous things on Twitter. It was like the unofficial San Diego Comic-Con blog, but they had tweets from people running WonderCon to back it up, where it's going to be moving to L.A. next year, which is where San Diego kind of wanted to move to for a little while, and it's the same company, so... Yeah, so that could be, I guess, their way to, to kind of test, the, 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 you know, find a venue, see what they can get, mm-hmm. see how it runs, you know, use WonderCon as, as the guinea pig. Yeah. And and then, you know, whatever, in a few years, you can move San Diego. Maybe their problem um, with WonderCon is uh, hosting it on Easter weekend every year. <laughs> yeah, because it... it it, it seems I'm trying to think how how often they did that. I know past two years definitely. I'm almost thinking I don't know if it was 2012 when they because 2012. I I I want to say that that was the first time it was in Anaheim. Yeah, and it, it just seems weird because they they it's like they finally established okay because in, in the first couple of years they're like. Well, it can't be in in San Francisco because they're doing construction in Moscone Center, so we're going to Anaheim. And then next year, they're like, oh, they missed the deadline. It was, you know, not quite finished, and so we're at Anaheim again. But everyone's like, they're not moving back. Yeah. So it's it's like they've established WonderCon as an Anaheim show now, and then to move it again. Yep. It's it's just. I I I get why they want to keep the name. You know, it's not like, you know, just just make give it a new name, call it something else, but. Because WonderCon, and and the thing is, you know, WonderCon started in Oakland, yeah. So it, you know, it wasn't always a San Francisco show, but that's just where it spent all of its time. Maybe California has enough comic conventions. Yeah, there's a ton here. Yeah. So, 
But the, the fact is, you know, they have the name, they have the brand. They don't just want to call it, you know, L.A. Con or whatever. And L.A. All-Stars Convention of Comic yeah. Books and other yeah. things that our people enjoy. L.A. Confidential. L.A. Confidential. So, yeah. There's just too many comic conventions. Yeah, but, I mean, and, and on the one hand, it's good that they are branching out to other cities. Yeah. Because, like, with San Diego, people can't get it. The people that, that really want to go. It was a nightmare. Like, yeah. To try, try to go there as a fan. So there, there's so many that you just you can't get in because yeah. you know it's it's impossible to get tickets. It's impossible to, to get a hotel, and it's expensive. So there's a lot of people that they can't go. So that's that's a great thing about all these other cons that are popping up everywhere in all mm-hmm. these different cities is it's letting fans go get a taste, a small taste of what what the experience kind of is. Yeah. And these other shows are as as they're growing, they're able to get different creators to to visit. You know. To, their, their conventions so it gives the fans a chance to meet these creators get their book signs get commissions but yeah there's just so many and you know so last week was Emerald City the <laughs> next following week WonderCon and it it is it is getting too much so I, I don't know if you want to touch on Emerald City at all from what little you experienced yeah I went um Seattle's Emerald City on Sunday. I didn't want to go all three days. Um, it was <clears throat> it was packed, man. Like it was a lot more than last year. It's really well laid out. There's two different artists. There's I think four different artists alleys, but they're they're separated well and kind of mixed in with certain like vendors and things. Like everything just kind of flows really well. The boot like the booths there were really nice. Boom Dark Horse had really nice booths. Um, I didn't even get to go down to the downstairs area, like the second floor, um, or I guess it's the first floor. This kind of first floor area where they had stuff like gaming stuff last year. Uh, so I was just kind of doing interviews, which I swear will be transcribed soon. Um, I don't really have too many problems actually with uh, how Emerald City's run. Like everything there just seems to work really, really well. Um, the only thing I really disliked is how they kind of shoveled everybody into one escalator to go up and didn't have multiple escalators up and that was kind of annoying uh aside from that it's just it, it almost felt uh, i can't say i don't have too much anything like bad to say about wondercon about how it's run it's decently run it's just on a terrible terrible weekend like good friday and easter like there was no one there on sunday yeah so um joel gomez this was his first year going to emerald city and he had a, he 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 loved it, and yeah. he said some of his other friends they, they dug it. the The weird thing about Emerald City is how Artist Alley is split because yeah. now it's almost like on three parts because you got your two two, two sides, and then there's and then, the one downstairs. Yeah. And the downstairs one usually has the gaming stuff, but like last year, Peter David was down there and Todd Knott. Because I, I remember I was walking around and and the the lettering was was weird last year. I, I think they might have put put up better signs this year. No, the sign sucked this year. Okay, because because Joel was saying that he thought it was labeled, you know, you could see where everything was. But I remember uh, last year Todd was like MM, so I'm like looking at the letters. I'm like, it just stops. Like where where is this double? Letter? So and it was this little weird area that was on a different floor. Yeah, so you had that back escalator, which I didn't even, I didn't remember where it was, so I never got made it, uh, made it down there. Yeah, so um, it, it's weird having Artist Alley split off like that because I, I I think you feel the same way about New York how Artist Alley is off in, in that one little section I think New York's convention is the best run out of all of them 
Uh, well, that we'll just show C2 escalators needs. getting in, into the, the floor. At, but I mean, here. like the layouts, the C two E two comes pretty close. But I think just having Artist Alley in its own building is such a wonderful idea because there are people that just want to do that. You might not get it as you know as much drift over from you know the people just going to like the booths, but it's just. But Artist Alley at New York is just slammed constantly. And Artist Alley at San Diego is the worst run thing in the world. It is just slammed and is just smashed into a corner. And it's just, it's so hard to get around there. Mm -hmm. and, and with a convention that big, you think like, you know, the artists would be represented a little bit better. Yeah. So, so what Joel said about Emerald City is, so him and his, like three of his, his friends, they were kind of like in four different corners. Yeah. And, and it's, they were kind of having this like, okay, let's see who does better, and, and they all did well. So it worked out there. Um, I, I always thought it was kind of weird having it split, you know, like that, but I guess it does spread things out some more. And You're getting a lot of flow, but you're, you're getting more flow throughout the whole convention. Yeah. Whereas I felt like today at Emerald City, or the whole, I'm sorry, this weekend at uh, WonderCon, you know, you, feel like you kind of feel like you have like a section and you're just kind of there most of the weekend. Yeah, and they did... <clears throat> make the, the floor bigger this year at WonderCon. And, I mean, think, it, it, it was spread out more in some areas, but it's Artist Alley... area where it was just, like, roped off for lines that never existed. Yeah, but, I mean, Artist Alley seemed kind of tight, but then other, where, like, most of the vendors were, you had more room to walk around. And I remember, you know, years past, you know, especially Saturday, it's, it's like... It's almost like San Diego trying to walk through yeah. there. So they did alleviate some of that. Except they had pillars in the middle of the aisles. Yeah, the way they put those tables out and maybe, you know. It wasn't the smartest idea. So it, it but the other weird thing is, it, it seemed like there was, it was more, almost felt like going to like a comic flea market. You know, there's a lot of vendors there just selling, you know, action figures, the pop Funko figures. I mean, I love those figures, but so many people are selling them and I wonder it's like how do people make money you know if, if you're selling the same thing that 30 other you yeah. know vendors are selling you know you have the same exact product there's there's nothing really unique and it, it also felt like there weren't a lot of big name creators there I mean there's just a there few there almost, I mean I think Emerald City had more to be honest yeah and so now you know last week I think it was last week they, they mentioned that uh, Emerald City is moving to four days. So they have the dates for that. So it's, the big question is going to be where is WonderCon, WonderCon going to happen, how close it is. So looking at that unofficial blog, um, the reason WonderCon is not going to be in Anaheim is because construction again. <laughs> it's like WonderCon has bad luck with construction. With construction of this place? Yeah, so it says... Um, what well, says likely due to planned construction to the Anaheim Convention Center and its expansion, <clears throat> excuse me, which breaks ground in October. So, this it, is the same problem mm, that they're having with the San Diego Convention Center because it's the same company. Yeah, but but that's I mean that's what happened with the Moscone Center. They were doing construction, so WonderCon had to move, so they moved to Anaheim, and so now after whatever three years, four years, there's construction again. But with the expansion, you know, what what does that mean? So for one, why why is the convention center making it, you know, why are they expanding? You know, what what do they have planned that they need to have bigger floor space? Yeah. And if, if they are going to expand it, 
that could be a good thing. And maybe that's something that Warner kind of like, okay, after this construction's done, this is going to make things even better for us. We can even do bigger things. So it'll be weird if they go to the you know, tentative you're saying. LA Convention Center. Yeah. So, but it says no word on dates yet, though unofficially we've heard Easter weekend is likely again. Stop doing it Easter weekend. And so I don't know why they do that. I mean, I always figured it's it's probably cheaper to yeah. rent out the convention center. I like it for us because we can get a decent amount more done because there's not many people. <laughs> yeah, but but even you know some of the, some of the creators you know they're like I I need to go to church today. Yeah. Or I'm not coming in today because it's Spend Easter. Time with my kids. There's yeah. a few of those that we talked and, to. And you know Easter's not not necessarily just a, a religious thing because you know. People sell, you know, Easter Bunny is not religious. No. And, you know, so it, it's just, it's, it's a bummer that they keep doing it that weekend. So I, I'm curious, what is the date for, I mean, I mean Easter since, 2016? Yeah, so let's look that up. Use of the, the knowledge of computer and hotel internet. Okay. So, oh, no. So Easter is going to be March 27th. That's the same weekend as, uh, as Emerald City. I'm almost positive. Uh, let's see. Because, yeah, they announced... They've already announced their dates. Emerald City Comic Con 2016. Yep. Which, um... No. Oh, they're going a week later. So they're going to be April 7th. So is that going to be back-to-back weeks? I I can't... I I think that is back-to-back weeks. Yeah, so let's, let's see. We're using the power of our phones because our yeah, brains so, are not working. So March 27th. No, act, no actually, it, there'll be a week. In, so that's good. If if Easter is the 27th, so WonderCon would probably be the 25th, 26th, 27th. The next weekend is April 1st. That's a Friday. And okay. then if it's the 7th, so there'll, there'll be a week in between. So that's one thing that I, I, I like that idea. Having because oh, when they're, they're back to back, you're not going to get if if there's any panels or anything or any news, you know the the publishers are have to decide where do we want to announce it at Emerald City or at WonderCon. I think about it more for our sanity. Well, I, and then there, I there's one that. day that Emerald City and I'm like I was beat when I got here. Yeah, and and same thing for creators. You know, a lot of creators aren't going to want to do back to back shows, especially if they have deadlines or other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, because when they're at the shows, they can't do a lot of work, you know, yeah. because they're signing stuff, you know, e- even, you know, writers, they, they can't sit there and really work on scripts because it's, you, you can't focus, you know, they're, yeah. you're, you're constantly talking to people and just the noise and all that. So that's good that there's the, the back to back. I do have to say though, after this weekend, as, as great as it was, I mean, the, 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 the press interviews or the, the media interviews that we did were great. Yeah. Um, there weren't a whole lot of c- actual comic book interviews, you know, opportunities because there wasn't a lot of people there. Yeah. But part of me is like, you know, like if, if I have to choose between Emerald City and WonderCon next year, I was kind of leaning. It's like, I don't know if I'd maybe lean more towards Emerald City. The only thing is you're going to have more media. And by media, I mean like, you know, TV or movie yeah. things. You know, they were probably going to go to. Los Angeles, especially if it's Los Angeles, because you know Hollywood and all that, they're not as likely. You know, you're not going to see those big things. Up at Seattle, yeah. Although, if if Emerald City is going to four days, and if it's got all that buzz, they may kind of look at it. Because I've I've talked to some some people where they're like kind of, 
I, I know the one time um, someone's like, it's like, how's Chicago? Because, you know, they're, they're thinking, you know, should we, you know, maybe should we bring, try to bring people out there? And, and that's the other thing, you know, it costs money to, to bring the talent, to bring the actors, yeah. whether they're, you know, actors, voice actors, whatever, because you have to fly them out, you have to put them up, you know, pick them up from the airport, you mm-hmm. know, all that, all that stuff. So they, they really need to figure out where they're going to get the, the most bang for their buck. So it, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be tough to decide next year because you, you can't really wait till the last minute to, to arrange it. We no. can't, you know. And that's the other problem. The other problem that we had this year was no Marvel, no DC either. Yeah. So no panels. No. I mean, there was a couple of DC panels, but. Yeah. I mean, this is just for, for both Marvel and DC. It's just such a, a strange time. You know, one DC is moving their office, yeah, and then they have convergence with, you know, they we you know we, we caught like maybe half of the convergence panel, yeah, and it was interesting you know hear them talk about the different things, but there was nothing like groundbreaking or earth shattering no, news. It's just all. like, yeah, we got this, and we bring these characters. No, you're not gonna see those characters, but there wasn't any like big revelations because. And when you're talking about two issue, you know, two month event, there's there's not a whole lot there. Yeah. And as far as, as Secret Wars, there's just, you know, there's there's something big. There's more to it than we know. Yeah. And and you know that's what I've been hearing from from different people. You know, they're like, you think you know the whole story about Secret Wars, you don't. And you know when you because a lot of people are like, oh, there's just the same thing. It's just silly. But you know you have Jonathan Hickman who is is known for not taking the easy way. You know, he, he does complex storylines and everything like that. And if he's been working on this for years, yeah. you know, you know it's not just going to be like, let's just, you know, get a bunch of different versions of characters and have them fight. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm wondering what, what the big hook is, is going to be. So even if, if Marvel were to have a bigger presence, which they usually don't at WonderCon, there's there's not going to be a lot they can talk about. You know, they they keep announcing all these different Miniseries. We're assuming they're miniseries, and there's not much they can say. Yeah. So, this is just a strange time for Marvel and DC because there's not much that they can really talk about no. or, or really try to push. Great time for television, though. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, so WonderCon was good, but it was, it was just it just felt really weird. Yeah. And, and then we got C two E two in two weeks. Is it two weeks? No, three weeks. Two weeks is Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, well, no, two weeks. I should say two weeks off, then C2E2. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sorry, two weeks off for me, then C2E2. Yeah. And then you got a back-to-back week. Yeah, so I'll be back. And it, it, it's always going to be weird because, you know, I think I mentioned it before. After going to Emerald City for a couple years, and then when I went to PAX in the same convention center... With just everything laid out differently and the lighting differently, yeah, it 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 felt so weird. Mm-hmm. So, having gone to WonderCon here for a few years and then having it transformed to a Star Wars celebration, I, I just wonder how different it's, it's going to be. How many stormtroopers are you going to see? I don't know. How many not, not Jedi's? Not. I don't know. Jedi's. Yeah. So I don't. I think that was all the the news. I don't know if there's anything else. No. Um, do we want to talk about any any? I'm trying to think of like. Yeah, you can you can try, but I didn't read anything. And so we're we're the big book. I don't even remember what I I reviewed. Neither do I. Oh my internet.
internet's not hook, hooked up on my iPad. <laughs> so, is that like your old man laugh? That's my old man's to match a friend of ours' old lady laugh. Uh, Alright, so should I, should I bother looking up, hooking it us up? I mean, I mean, if you want to go nuts, we'll have more in-depth <laughs> podcast next week. And how long have we been... Oh, oh, I can check. I can easily check here on my nice new recorder. Wow. Nailing it. 36 minutes. Oh, man. People would want a 36-minute podcast. You know what's better than nothing? Okay. I feel like we should talk about um, some books. I'm trying to figure out how to... Connector. Yeah, without... There's that little button. Hold on. you got to click that here, that tiny here. You're gonna have to cut this. No, part. I'm not cutting this out. And then you gotta put yeah. the room number in. Uh, do, do, this is, do, do, this do. is how you sign up for your internet at a hotel. Why don't hotels give free effing internet? Um, you should get get free internet when you go to the low budge hotels. Uh, and then the the not that this is like a super fancy hotel or anything, but the the bigger hotels, they're like we're gonna charge you more for your room. And we're also going to charge you more for the internet. I don't know why you're coming. If this is a fancy room, I mean, we have like we got a hot tub in here, mirrors everywhere. We bring up champagne. All right. So okay, looking at Marvel, I didn't bring books. I'm looking using the the Marvel app. Um, Cyclops, which was Black Vortex, and that was a a pretty decent issue of uh, father son bonding. Yeah, so we and we had Amazing Spider-Man, which was Ghost. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the Ghost. So he, he, he's he's a corporate. What would you call him? Corporate troublemaker. Corporate annoyance. He he would go. I mean, he because he was always like an Iron Man. Oh, yeah. Villain. So he'd go in and and just try to get in in the between the walls and the just mess things up. You know, corporate raider is that what they call him? Well, a corporate raider in a much more literal sense. Yeah. So he was hired. Actually, didn't go- he say that? Didn't he yell, "I'm a corporate raider" or something like insane like that? And uh, God, like two Iron Man volumes ago. Uh, there was one. And was that like not after after? Extremes. Was it like Fraser Irving art? Something yes, like that. Yes, it was Fraser Irving. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember that. Um, so yeah, so he's going after Peter Parker and Parker Industries. Um, Avengers. I didn't re- read that. So it's more leading up to what are they calling it? Time runs out. Secret Wars. Convergence. No mass time. Um, Avengers, Ultron Forever. I, I flipped through that, and you know it's Alan Davis. It's it's basically Alan Davis is drawing something. Thanos is in it, right? No, it's um. Well, so the idea is Ultron's a big threat in yeah. the future. Someone is forming a team of Avengers. I don't know if it's been. I don't know if if it's in the solicit who's doing it. Oh, okay, it is. So, so Doctor Doom uses a time machine to bring different versions of Iron Man or different versions, different versions of Avengers. So that's where you have like in the preview you saw um, Danielle Cage, who yeah. is Captain America when she's an adult. So you're, you're going to have these different versions of um, Avengers. So and it looks like I don't know if if that's the new Thor with a old bearded Thor. And looks Someone's like, having a fun time in the next room over at us. They're giggling uh, it up. Yeah, so... It's very important. So there's that. Um, 
Guardians team up was was kind of weird. She Hulk and, and Gamora, right? Yeah. Um, Conan, the last Padawan. Was he the last Padawan? So he's he's a the he's from Star Wars Rebels. Okay, the show I don't watch. And um, let's see if there's a preview they show it here. Um, yeah, so he's he's the 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 guy that, that he finds Ezra, the, the new guy that that's force. Is that Laroka? Hmm? No, it's not. Okay. So the, the, so it it starts off where we see him as an adult, and it, it's, it was really weird on that first page seeing the Star Wars Rebels cast, yeah, not in the CG form. Yeah. Which I I looking at this this just this one panel, I would love to see a comic with, with them. So it starts off. So we see this guy as an adult, and then it flashes back to uh, Revenge of the Sith time. You know, okay. right right before. Order 66. So we see him as a Padawan with his Jedi Master fighting alongside the clones. And it, it, there was just this weird feeling where there's there's a lot of like camaraderie with, um, with, with the clones and you know that they're going to turn on them. So there's yeah. like that, that sinking feeling. So it, it was it was interesting. I, I'm not totally caught up on Star Wars Rebels. So I'm not like fully invested. But if, if you're watching a show, I mean, you're in a dig that that comic because it'll be interesting to see what happened in between because he we as you can assume from the title and knowing that he grows up in rebels he somehow manages to survive when all the jedi are wiped out so Mm -hmm. you know how does what does he do in those almost 20 years to you know who's who's gonna help him out you um iron fist living legend (laughs) there's a, a crazy fight scene Building, I, I can't even describe it. Um, Operation Sin. Uh, how many issues is Operation Sin? Those four. Five? I don't know if it's four or five. I, I'm thinking five, but um, so there, there's that. Return to Living, Living Deadpool is just weird. Um, Spider Gwen. I, I I liked it, except that Vulture's in it again. I'm, I'm, like I'm, I'm not really a fan of any any version of Vulture, but you, you have uh, him here. Tony. And but what what is interesting is you know we have this alternate versions. You know it's it's not like Spider Man because the fact is her dad is alive, so it's not like like you yeah. know Peter Parker with without his Uncle Ben. And because in Spider Gwen, Peter Parker is basically the Uncle Ben to Spider Woman. Mm-hmm. He died. She's feeling the guilt over that. That's why she's doing what she's doing. But now that we have Frank Castle is a police detective, yes, and he's he's kind of not too stable. You know, he's he's a little aggressive, and he's targeting Spider Woman, Spider Gwen. So you have that 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 tension, that confrontation there. And the Punisher came out, um, Uncanny Avengers. Um, I need to read that. Uncanny Inhumans, which I still really want to read. Oh, that was um, Charles Soule and Steve McNiven. I mean, every every each time Charles Soule writes an Inhuman, I mean, I'm I'm getting more and more on the Inhuman bandwagon because you know I've said it before. I was never a huge Inhuman fan. You weren't a big fan, but I'm I'm starting to like them more. And just the fact that you have Black Bolt, McNiven, like his art looks really good from what I saw from that. Yeah, so so that that he makes it worth it. Um, it it's just weird. Because we we saw it all new, all different, or whatever. Yeah, the all new, uncanny human. So, so, so that the 
Inhuman teaser that we saw, it has Medusa on there, but I thought that Inhuman was going to focus on Medusa, Uncanny Inhuman is going to focus on Black Bolt. Yeah. But the the teaser we saw Medusa with her new team and with Human Torch and it's like what's going on? Triton and Raz. Yeah. So. Maj, whatever. And then it, the other thing is, which I don't know if, if if we have a release date for Uncanny Inhuman number one. But it's like, you know, how long are we going to have to wait? Is it going to be after Secret Wars plays Four out? months of waiting. Well, I mean, because some, some books are still going to continue during Secret Wars. Yeah. So we'll have to wait and see with that. But there is going to be, I think in the free comic book day issue, yeah, Uncanny Un- Un- Humans and the Avengers, I think, are going to be in, in that, that issue. Um, then we had Wolverines Wolverine. with the weird cover. Um, also, what, what came out was... Um, the OGN, right? Yeah. So I'm not seeing it on that list. We so we had Rage of Ultron, which was was really good. Uh I, I really I gotta read that too. Yeah, so it was uh Rick Remender wrote that and um Jerome Opeña did the art on that. So I mean it's it's just it's just really good. Um what what I, I like because of the format, it, it starts off with like a flashback. You know, years mm-hmm. ago they're they're fighting Ultron, big big huge battle, and it's it's more than just a few pages because you have the room, yeah. So you can take time to actually ex- explore this fight, and then they figure out a way to defeat. Base. I mean, I, I think you know from the the solicit. Uh, see, I don't know. Okay, so they, they shoot Ultron into space. I, I don't want to give that away, but it's in the spoiler. It's, it's in the solicit. They they shoot him out in space. We're done. Ultron, not a good idea. Yeah, he comes back in a big way. Did they learn with the Hulk? You don't shoot the Hulk into space. Well, I guess not. Don't I mean, shoot care. Don't shoot characters. This, this could have been before that, if it was you know a flashback to then. I guess you'd have to figure out the timeline. Yeah, when it happened. Um, one, just the only thing I didn't really like is. Uh, like you had the new Thor on on the modern day Avengers team, but she didn't really get to do a whole lot because it's almost like there's too many characters. Yeah. So I, I wanted to see more of that dynamic. So that that brings a question of, you know, continuity. Where does the story fit in? Because who cares? You know, she's going to be on the Avengers, but she's not yet. You mean the only all different Avengers? Yeah. Because there, there's something pretty big that happens in that book and. And that's something that Peter we were talking about because he read it too. And you guys can talk about it in front of me because I hadn't read it. Yet. Yeah, because he's like, well, where, "Is this canon?" And I know other people. I think they they asked that when I posted a review, and we, we don't know. So, yeah. Because uh, something there is there's something huge impact that it could happen, whether they're going to incorporate or not, or just say this is just separate. Don't worry about it. So, really good. Um, I, and I, I like I'm, I like hardcovers, so I really really like that. Okay, looking at the DC app, see what books they had out this week. Um, and and the, the the problem with with DC books is like everything's wrapping up. Yeah, it's so a bit it's, rough. So it's it's almost like okay, we're 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 gonna tell all our big news stories in June. You know, everyone's <laughs> gearing up for that. So everyone's you know winding down because we have. Convergence coming up, so I really wanted to read Harley Quinn, 
Uh, I was I was, was planning on reviewing it. I didn't get to because that starts off the the gang of Harleys. Yeah, and we we saw a little bit of that in issue fifteen. We saw some some of the the, the ladies that will become different versions of not different versions but other Harleys. Other Harleys. So that's that's just gonna be crazy. Sinestro annual. That wasn't that great. I mean, it was an intriguing concept, but it was just very it played out very poorly. Um, you get to see the origins of some other Sinestro core members, but it's also kind of molded around this murder mystery story, which fell very, very flat. And uh, there's an artist on that book I really, really like, but I hated him on that book, is the best way to put it. Um, it's kind of like a more of like a cartoonish artist. I don't know. So like that was kind of like my... The, probably the weakest book I read this week. Wasn't the biggest fan. Yeah. Um, uh, I was a bigger fan of Arkham Manor, which, according to Comixology, got a much lower rating than... Okay, I got much lower rating than Sinestro, but I rated those opposite. Um, Arkham Manor was a very... Endgame, sorry. Arkham Manor Endgame was a very... Like, this is a guy who works at the manor. Here's about a... About a bad day he had, but I don't know. It's just kind of a fun story that shows another side of what's going on during the riots uh, of Endgame. So I really, really like that one. I had a few problems with um, the inks were a little too heavy in certain scenes, but aside from that, uh, just kind of a fun standalone issue. Um, Earth Two Worlds Ends mm-hmm. last issue, um, huge, massive battles. Uh, dark side versus I mean yeah so that's almost worth just for, for the fights mm-hmm. in there and so you can see that's laying the groundwork for Earth 2 uh, society Earth 2 electric boogaloo um, Superman Wonder Woman some some big fighting going on there Wonder Woman versus Superman and Wonder Woman versus Magog well she is the god of war now so she can hold her own yeah uh, Batman Robin Annual. This is another one. Wednesday was just was a crazy day for me. I wanted to review this one. Uh, this was was a a, a good story. Um, Patrick Gleason, I believe, wrote this one. See, I don't did I didn't think I didn't think. Oh, I guess Tomasi did write it. Wait, Tomasi? I thought he didn't write it. I don't know what I'm talking about. Then I thought for some reason that Patrick Gleason wrote it. You got mad with power. And because he didn't draw it, okay, so it was Tomasi. Um, it's wait, the whole oh, uh, Rip drew that, yeah. Oh, I gotta read that now. I love Rip's work. So, this is taking place after, um, I almost gave a giveaway something after the events of issue 40. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. there's some, some little, little change that happens, and Damien is at the manor. Batman's on monitor duty. So Damien figures out a way to get there. Him and Batman have an adventure on the moon. Perfect. So there's some craziness there. You're tapping that iPad very hard. Yeah. Gentle times. Batman Eternal. That's a a finale, wasn't it? Yeah. So crazy, crazy things have been happening there. The mastermind behind the whole thing 
has been. If Corey was here, he would spoil it because he likes. He's a hole. He giant just, a hole. He never doesn't even think about it. Just lets it all out. I'm only 36 issues back, so I should be able to catch up. Yeah. So it's big fights there. Um, Batman Superman Annual. I didn't even get. It to, I don't even think I read this one. Uh, yeah. So I I got nothing to say about that. Um, Batwoman Annual. I didn't read this. I'm curious because it's going to pick up the story where they're fighting out in space. Oh, yeah, that's right. The space fight. Yeah. Um, Convergence Zero. Okay, this has, according to the Comixology or the DC app, has a 4 out of 5 out of 415 ratings. Really? Um, I gave it a 4, but I know some some other people gave it a 3. Yeah, and so what was weird about it, and I, I think it really depends on who is reading it obviously but for me i i like the idea of there is that bit of nostalgia which i think is going to be key for some of the convergence books yeah where you're seeing these old versions so we see superman and it, it, it's picking up after superman doomed mm-hmm. from that, that last page where we find out what happened and he finds out about these other worlds that this ultimate version of Brainiac, ultimate Brainiac. Has, has taken these some cities before the worlds died whether that's Crisis on Infinite Earths or whatever yeah. or, or before Flashpoint or I don't know and so we, we get to see glimpses and just ideas so I like that and Ethan Van Skyver his art was, was really good mm-hmm. on, on this um, so it's, it's setting things up so I'm really curious where how that's going to continue, you know, with, with this week's because it's a weekly issue for for the eight issues. So I'm curious about that to see if it's if it's gonna because yeah, not a whole lot happens. It's a zero issue. It's set up kind of same thing with Uncanny and Human. It was a zero issue, uh-huh. but it, it's laying things out. Um, both of them had really good art. So the next issues could be the deciding thing. Is you know, is things are already going to pick up or not? Um, Gotham Academy Endgame that was a fun book I mean that's just what, what you expect I don't know if it, I read it, it um, it's where they're in the, in the gym no I didn't read it they're basically during Endgame when everyone in Gotham is affected by Joker's yeah. gas and everything like that so the school's in a lockdown basically they're all in these little tents in the gymnasium and kind of telling like ghost stories or joker stories or butcher story you know whatever so that i like that uh teen titans annual dealt with return of superboy didn't read it um new 52 i think that's the last issue of the new 52 new 52 future end futures end yeah so i'm how many people read that all the way through I don't I'm know. very interested to know well this has 143 ratings on the so app 143 it, people may have gotten it and it has Four stars out of five. All right. Wonder Woman 40 came out. Um, I don't remember what uh, what else came out. Some indie books. Uh, yeah, so when I say indie, I mean not DC, not Marvel. Yeah, what did Image have? I reviewed something on Image, didn't I? I don't know. Oh, let's see. I, I can't even think what I'm doing right now. Oh, I'm so tired. I'm falling asleep. Yeah, you are falling asleep. Uh, so I'm just going to go through the rest of the list see what we had um, oh Lady Killer I can't believe I didn't read Lady Killer I didn't, yeah. even, I didn't even put on Essentials 
Uh, I, when I got to the comic store, I was like, oh, this came out. And I didn't get it. I love that. So you definitely should read that. Oh, uh, Exo came out this week. Exo Man of War. Yeah, you like that. I love that book. That book was like an incredible emotional rollercoaster. Uh, super, super awesome issue. I really like what Vendetti's doing with Dead Hand. It's, it's turning out to be fantastic. Fantastic. Vendetti-tastic. Corey reviewed Witcher, Fox Children, from Dark Horse. So he's like that. Wolf Moon came out. Uh, let's see. What else was there? My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Um, X-Files, Millennium. I gotta read that Millennium. Millennium. Issue 3 of Millennium. I read the first issue. I liked it. But somehow I missed issue 2. Um, oh, Black Science came out. I don't remember seeing that. Um, oh, Nailbiter. That came out. We read that when we had Josh Williamson on the other podcast. Oh, like that's right. That's right. So that, that was really good. Uh, let's see what else. I think that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, not seeing too much else. And I, I think we're both about done. Yeah, I got to edit this too. By edit, I mean slap the intro and outro on it and not care about anything else. Oh, uh, the big con job. Jimmy, yeah, big. Jimmy Palmiotti. Issue 2 came out. Yeah, and I believe... Oh, Ufology. So that's the James... Tynan. So I, I, I'm, I'm curious about that. I, I got, I got that was from uh, Boom or Arkea, right? Boom Studios. Yeah. yeah. So and, and Woods number 12. That might be the last issue of Woods. I could be totally wrong. Looks like Woods is out of the woods. All right. Oh, so bad. I should cry myself uh, to sleep. I think that's the end of the podcast right there. You're, you're pulling a Corey. Yeah, that was really with, bad. With, with your... I know I'm not normally clever, but that was incredibly... Uncleverly unclever. Yeah, so uh, we will have more videos from WonderCon. Tons, some inter- some some transcribed interviews. And so so watch the videos, so you can appreciate <laughs> where what we what we did this whole weekend just for you guys. I want to say rate us and review us on iTunes, but this was an awful episode. <laughs> This was a this was a we should do an episode because we didn't do one. Yeah, this week. yeah. So we, we just want to let you guys know what we were doing and and you know we we wanted we our, our original plan when we got here Thursday we we're like maybe we should podcast. Tonight. Oh yeah, like Thursday night we're gonna we're gonna podcast. Or maybe we'll do it Friday after. Just, nope, nope, no, every, no. Yeah, in the free time we had, we're like we need to walk somewhere else that's yeah. not this area. <laughs> and then it's like I gotta edit some videos and then transfer them over to internet for like oh like, the internet's like so slow two hours to transfer this video and so yeah so watch that we'll have a regular episode on friday um there will not be a super massive episode this week because i was gone i was i was on a plane when Me i normally would record so we will uh, we will have an episode of super massive next week we'll have a guest which i am really excited about me um I'm the guest. You're really no, excited. I'll, I'll, I'll just do the big tease. So the guest is a comic book writer and also an actor who has been in movie and TV. Me. So I'm, I'm, I just want to talk about the TV. This, 
Um, so that, I, well, thank I you for loving my show, Full House. I really appreciate that. I yeah. want to really. Oh, uh, we didn't talk about the Full House news. I'm bringing Full House back, guys. Coming on Netflix. It's, it's coming again. There, people are talking about it. Oh. Very excited. Yeah, is I don't know if it's official. It's coming to Netflix, but Netflix supposedly well, is, is eyeing it. We're working on it very hard to get Full House on Netflix. Um, Gibbler's in. Is she? Stamos ain't. Uh, the Olsen twins are too rich for us. That's fine. I got Jody Sweden. It's my girl. Stand by her. I thought Gibbler was your girl. Uh, also my girl. I got a lot of girls. Cut it out. I'm a horrible human being. All right. This is the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, again, watch our videos. We, apologies for no art pics and mm-hmm. best stuff in comics. That we should, we'll return next week. And we'll be back when we're awake. Yeah. I mean, every, I mean, everywhere you look, there's a heart and a hand to hold on to. I'm, 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 moving, I'm walking away from the mic. When you're lost out there and you're all alone. Talk to you guys next week. Nice, Garrett. I can't remember the lyrics. See you later. Carry you home everywhere you look.